Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third episode of the Third Down Podcast. Today is going to be a little bit different than we usually do it. Uh, we have Dogs of the Week. We have For Better or For Worse, but no fantasy favorites this week. And the reason for that is I do have one of my good friends coming on the show, Jackson Elkins. He will be uh, going back and forth with me talking about scores. Uh, he's an Alabama fan, so we're going to get into that a little bit. we got a lot planned for you, so just tune in, kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Jackson, you want to say hello? Hey guys, John uh, Dylan. I'm looking forward yeah, to it. No problem, buddy. No problem. All right, let's go ahead and jump in this past week of uh, college football scores. Let's go ahead and talk about the first one: Clemson versus Miami. What did you think about that one? Forty-two to seventeen. You know, Clemson's looked uh, a little spotty in the first few weeks, but definitely a good win for them. I think they're going to continue this momentum. Clearly the best team in college football in my opinion um big win for them this weekend and they're gonna keep rolling agreed i thought miami would put up more of a fight honestly i thought they looked pretty good before but obviously didn't go their way on that one yeah very explosive offense with Derek king i think they'll get a good bounce back win against pitt next week but uh yeah, i agree can't hang their head with that one Nope, they cannot. Uh, next game we're going to talk about, you know a lot about this one, Alabama versus Ole Miss. The final score in that was Alabama 63, Ole Miss 48. What, what do you got to think about that one? High-scoring game. You know, I was uh, I was in attendance for this one, and it was a oh, fun yeah. one to be at uh, for a football fan. But obviously, being an Alabama fan, tough to watch the defense not be able to get off the field. you got to give credit to Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin has got them going in the right direction, and great quarterback play from Matt Corral. Alabama just didn't have an answer, and uh, Saban said it. It seemed like Ole Miss was a step ahead with everything they were doing. And, you know, got to give credit to Ole Miss, but Alabama's got some stuff to clean up. They have a good opponent coming up. I mean, if you look at the stats, though, but Mac Jones had a monster game, 28 for 32, 417 yards, two touchdowns. Najee Harris, 23 carries, 206 yards, and five touchdowns. I mean, that's got to be all defense at that point, right? Yep, all all fingers got to blame. All fingers got to be pointed at the defense there. Uh, offense played amazing football. You know, you can't ask Absolutely. for much more than that uh, by any means. But I do agree with you. I think Kiffin's going to get it going there. Maybe not this year. I'll give them a year to kind of build, but they're going to be good here soon. Next game we're going to talk about. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, is he the first assistant that can beat Saban, though? Uh, what do they call him, the daddy gang? They're, they're all his, his his sons? Is that what the group message says? Yeah. We are all Nick Saban's sons. There you go. Some, something along those lines. But <laughs> I don't know. Could be could be a Kirby Smart next week in the first win. Oh, I don't know. We'll talk about that in a minute. Florida versus Texas A&M. Florida goes down 41-38. to um, Honestly, I kind of thought Florida might have been a little overrated. I didn't see much within the first – uh, two weeks of their games anyways. But I'm going to be honest, I did not expect Texas A&M to come out and beat them, especially after having a close game week one against Vanderbilt. What are your thoughts on that? That, that game really came as a shock. Uh, Florida was a five-point favorite at the lowest I think I saw last week, and I, I for sure thought they would 
handle A&M pretty easily after seeing what A&M was capable of doing against Alabama, and they did not do much. And, you know, I thought Florida deserved a lot of credit. They had some good wins, and after that performance, I don't know. I definitely think they're overrated. Yep, and then here's the game that broke my heart this weekend, Tennessee versus Georgia. Georgia pulls that one away, 44-21. I watched the whole game. Tennessee uh, was beating them at halftime. I thought we looked good. And then second half, our quarterback weakness showed, that's for sure. A lot of stupid uh, plays, a lot of stupid penalties, and we just kept turning the ball over in our own territory, and they just kept scoring and running up. So, yeah, I I think Georgia – I don't know. I I think Georgia's still a little bit overrated on that that part of it. Their defense is not as good as I – think it has been i think tennessee just made a lot of offensive mistakes uh what do you think about the georgia offense and stetson bennett i think georgia's showing signs of being an elite team all around uh definitely definitely are elite they're a great team defensively offensively though i'm not the highest on stetson bennett i think he's a good college quarterback he's not great and he's not elite to me yet he can prove it though playing a revamped Alabama defense this week. He he can lead that team to a win in Tuscaloosa, being their first win in over 13 years versus a Tide. But I'm, I'm not the highest on Stetson Bennett. George Pickens and the running game has been pretty good for Georgia. Uh, Pickens has definitely looked like the best player. Yeah, he, he's got to he's got to grow up a little bit. Is what the, they kept talking about on, on TV and it shows he scored the quarterback with water. I thought that was pretty funny. But uh, maybe not the right time. I thought it was funny as well. Um, obviously, immature though, and I, well, some sort of penalty there, I guess, if you're a referee. But you know, I, I thought it was funny. I agreed. I would like to see Georgia play a full game though, like on both sides of the ball, before I'm completely bought in on how good they are. That's just me though, because I know the first game of the year they didn't do anything the first half against Arkansas, and it looked like they didn't do anything the first half against Tennessee, really. So once they start playing full games on both sides of the ball, I do think they have the potential to be very good. I think a full game will be mandatory this coming Saturday uh, versus the Tide. They have not played a full game versus Alabama, and that's courtesy of their two chokes, I guess you could say, in their championship mm-hmm. games. Shout out to Mal. Sorry about that one, buddy. He couldn't be here. <laughs> no, couldn't be here. He's got mono. Maybe the Rona. I'm not going to disclose anything. It might be the Rona. He says it's mono, but I don't know if I believe him. He's out partying all the time. Never know. You never know. All right, next game we're going to talk about North Carolina, Virginia Tech. North Carolina wins out one fifty six to 55 Are you bought in on North Carolina? What do you think about them? Not at all. I really am high on Sam Howell. He's a great quarterback. And I think Mac Brown's got him going in the right direction, but not yet. They should not be ranked this high. They're Agreed. Very possibly could get beat this weekend. But um, I think they're going in the right direction, just not that high on them yet. I agree. I mean, we look at their wins. It's 31 versus, uh, 31 to 6 over Syracuse, 26-22 versus Boston College, close one with Boston College. And obviously this week versus Virginia Tech was pretty close as well. I'm not bought in with on them uh, either. I don't know why. I've said this multiple times. I don't know why they're ranked so high or what they did to get ranked so high, but I feel like they'll get exposed here soon probably, so I'd be on the lookout for that one. Next game we're going to talk about is Auburn versus Arkansas. Auburn wins out in barely 30-28. to 28. Should they have won it? I don't know. I'm telling you, man, I think Arkansas 
they're they are pushing it each game. They're getting so close to winning all these games. If they could have played a second half against Georgia, I mean, who knows, man? I mean, Sam Pittman's done a great job because Arkansas has always been a pushover. Now they're putting up a fight. So I think here in maybe two years, they're going to be not a contender in the West, but they'll definitely start winning the games over there. Yep, definitely a fan of a competitive Arkansas. It makes it a lot more interesting rather Absolutely. than just having a cupcake uh, to play every year. Uh, I mean, they're definitely going in the right direction as well. Uh, very controversial botched spike, aborted snap there at the end. They definitely looked good enough to win that game uh, in the second half, but uh, couldn't get it done. Uh, I guess credit to Auburn, unfortunately, but uh, Arkansas is going in the right direction. Absolutely. And the last game we're going to talk about college football-wise, this one was crazy. Went into four overtimes. We got Oklahoma 53 over number 22, Texas 45. What are your thoughts about that one? Big 12, uh, they they don't have anybody going to the playoff other than Oklahoma State. This game, someone was going to have to lose two games in a row and uh, or multiple games in a row. Could have been three in a row for Oklahoma. But I think they got a good bounce back win. Um I'm I'm not that high on Spencer Rattler, but I think he's got a lot of room to grow, and it was a good win. Obviously, in a rivalry, you don't care how you get it done, and sometimes it takes four overtimes, and Oklahoma got it done. Uh, right. Credit to them and Lincoln Riley. Yep. I, I also think Spencer Rattler has a lot of talent. He's got big shoes to fill, probably the biggest. If you look at their last three quarterbacks, I mean, three studs, honestly. So I think he'll get there. Uh, is there any shot – any team in the Big 12 makes playoff this year? It has to be Oklahoma State, and I don't think they can compete with Clemson, Alabama, or Georgia for sure. Right. I don't either. I don't but see it, that. It is, such, it is such a crazy season that I could see there. Uh, Chubba Hubbard, obviously, is an incredible player. Very He's underrated. Have to carry, very underrated player. I agree. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to carry them. It's possible. Oklahoma State can do it. I think if you talk about Alabama and Georgia playing each other two times and one team going two and over versus the other, you could see them easily in the playoff filling the fourth spot. I agree. Uh, we got some breaking news here, Elkins. Um, it just popped up on the screen. Florida has five new coronavirus cases just now, days before the LSU game. Uh, do we think that's going to affect it at all? Or you think they'll they'll contain it and continue to play this weekend? Um, I believe they aren't going to announce those players um, until the game comes around. But obviously, if you're talking uh, either Kyle Pitts or Kyle Trask, either of those two players on offense will hurt the Gators big time. Uh, oh yeah, LSU is- will take all they can get versus the Gators. I think LSU is really in some deep water right now. Uh, that, that game was going to be pretty interesting to look at and ha- definitely having some cases. Uh, could look at the game being postponed, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But uh, Let's talk about LSU for a little bit. Is Coach O in the hot seat after winning a national championship this year or past year, or you think he's you think he's okay for now? I think, he, I think he's okay. Obviously, he coached a really talented team last year. I'm not going to say that team carried him because he had to have those players prepared to play an incredible Clemson team last year. Um, you know, Joe Burrow, obviously one of the better quarterbacks we've seen in the past decade for college football. Um, I don't think he's on the hot seat, but definitely if, uh, well, 
we'll see later when we get to the better or worse segment. I've got a red hot take for the Tigers. Oh and, boy! And if we uh, if this happens, uh, I think you definitely could see Coach O on the hot seat. Agreed, agreed. All right, let's jump into NFL scores from this past week. But first, let's preview the game that's happening tonight, the Bills and the Titans. Bills are favored by three and a half. Are you taking the Bills in this one? You know, I like the Titans, and I think they're, the Titans' run game will help secure the victory. Josh Allen's been playing red hot. I'm big on Josh Allen. I'm bigger on Josh Allen than a lot of quarterbacks in the league. Bills can win this game, but I think the Titans are going to get it done. Bills have made too many little mistakes that have made some of their prior games a little closer, but I think the Titans get it done with a electric running game tonight, uh, fueled by Derrick Henry. Yeah, uh, as a Titans fan, I, I uh, definitely want the Titans to win. My main concern, though, is all the people that are missing from you know the COVID list. Uh, the number one player, I think, that's going to be out, I'll give the top two, actually, on defense, Jeffrey Simmons, their first-round draft pick two years ago. He's on the COVID list. He's easily probably top three defensive lineman right now in the league if you look at statistics and you know how many pressures on quarterback he gets that's going to hurt him and then on the offense side of the ball Corey Davis who's had a huge year because uh, AJ Brown has not been able to play he's on the COVID list as well I think that will affect the Titans a little bit they'll have to go to the tight end more Johnny Smith who's a very good player but I do like the run game I don't think the Bills defense is as great as many people would say but I don't know. I think the uh, the people being out is going to be a big part, a big question in this game for the Titans. I like the Titans still in this one, but if Josh Allen is hot, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if they can beat him if he's hot. It will be a good game, uh, definitely. And uh, I, I do believe AJ Brown is making his return tonight. Correct me yep. if I'm wrong. He is. Uh, he is. And then Taylor One got hurt in our last game two weeks ago, but he is he is scheduled to be playing as well tonight. So that's something to keep an eye on because they they needed him. Uh, in that Minnesota game. That's a that's good, uh, and it's a rare Tuesday night football, but should be a good one. I'll, I'll take it when I can, absolutely. All right, let's talk about last week. Let's start with the Thursday night game last week where it was Bears 20, Buccaneers 19. Tom Brady, trouble in paradise? What's going on? I don't think there's any trouble right now with him. You know, obviously he's proved himself over the past – however many years he's been doing it but um i don't i don't think he's got anything to hang his head over after uh, losing to the bears bears are a talented team and they're undefeated uh, i did not see that one coming but um i think the buccaneers will get it going and in, in the nfc south where everyone's struggling it seems like that's a wide open division and i think can't really can't really be upset with one loss there to the bears but Agreed, agreed. And uh, next thing I want to talk about, maybe a, a show of we don't need a head coach and GM right now, the Texans over the Jaguars, 30-14. Uh, Deshaun Watson is doing better without a coach, you think? Or is that just because Jacksonville is such a poor team right now? Uh, I don't think Jacksonville is the poorest team in the league, but uh, you know it's a credible win to the Texans. I think they came to play motivated. Um, Watson's obviously very talented and – you know, it's not they're they're gonna want to they're gonna want somebody to be coaching them because uh, they they're not gonna win many games. So. Right. Good win right. for them though. Yeah, I agree. It is a good win for them. Um, next game we're gonna talk about. Are you a Falcons fan? I am a 
Denver Broncos fan. I gave up on those Falcons uh, on Thanksgiving about two or three years ago. <laughs> Looks like you made the right call on that one. Uh, Panthers win that one 23-16. Falcons fall to 0-5. Fire the general manager and head coach Dan Quinn. Do uh, you think the Falcons are going to get better from here? Well, we'll save that for the next category, but I need to ask. Falcons, what's what's their issue? What are they missing? What's going on down there? Um. In fantasy leagues, you'll uh, if you look up the Falcons, you'll see the big fat thirty-two next to their name, and that means they're the worst in the league. So obviously, <laughs> defense needs to improve. Correct. I, I think Matt Ryan's a great quarterback, and he's got an elite receiving core. I think there's some struggles on the O line, but uh, you know it, it's it's strange. You know the Falcons should not be performing this bad, and I think all fingers need to point to Dan Quinn for that. And I think they made the right decision getting him out. Agreed. Um, so uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Julio did not play Sunday, right? I, no, he did not play. Um, I don't know what that was, if that was injury or what, but do you think at some point this off season, he tries to get out of Atlanta if he can? You know, I hear this from all sports markets. Players love playing in Atlanta and, you know, unless you're losing a lot of games like the Falcons are, uh, wouldn't surprise it. Julio is a very loyal player, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's a definitely a competitor though, and he wants to win games. And if if it doesn't get better this season, I think you could definitely see him land somewhere else this off season. Yep, agreed. Uh, next game, I want to talk about upset, probably upset of the week: Raiders over the Chiefs. Raiders forty, Chiefs thirty-two. Um, Chiefs didn't look too hot in this game. I think they had a lot of stupid penalties that brought a lot of touchdowns back. I know, I think three times I can count on my fingers where I was watching, and it seems like Tyreek Hill caught three touchdowns only to be called back. So penalties were the death of them in that game. Are we bought in on the Raiders? Are they a good team? Do you think they're playoff contender team? Very, very high on the Raiders. They were a team I thought the Broncos would play better than at the start of the year. But now I'm definitely buying in on these Raiders, hopefully not too late. Three and two, I believe, is their record. And, you know, they're playing at a very high level. I'm definitely high on them, and uh, John Gruden's just—he's got them set up. I was gonna say, if if I, I, if Gruden did not do a lot this year, I think his seat might have got a little hot because they've given him the time. He's had the time to bring in the players he wants and do what he needs to. But so I think this was a big win for John Gruden, big win for Derek Carr, Henry Ruggs, Alabama man. He looked good in this game, dude. He was dusting people. They ran a lot of cover, too. The Chiefs did. He was hitting it straight down the middle every time, just dusting them. They couldn't keep up. That kid is going to be a stud. What do you think? I'm definitely high on rugs, obviously. Um, made to play in the NFL if you're going to play at Alabama, obviously. Right. But you, you definitely got to give some credit to Derek Carr uh, making those passes. I'm not the highest on Derek Carr, um, but after seeing that performance last week from him, Offense is going in the right direction in uh, Las Vegas. You know, we see the Chiefs, uh, as, if we compare it to last year, they do drop some games here and there. Are they as good as they were last year, the Super Bowl winning team? Not quite as good as they were last year. Obviously, um, teams usually get better as the season goes along. Uh, could be a Super Bowl hangover. I'm not going to buy in on that. Uh I mean, if you look at some games last year, they struggled versus the Lions one game. You know, they, they, they dropped some games. Everybody dropped some games. Um, you know, it's it's hard to go perfect. And 
they're far from perfect right now, but I think they're going to keep improving. Agreed, agreed. All right, let's talk about the Steelers and the Eagles. Steelers won that one 38-29. Um, Eagles, are they as bad as the record says, or you think they're starting to turn around a little bit? I think the Eagles are getting it going. Uh, they're obviously playing a hot Steelers team right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not too sure what to think with the Eagles right now. I think there's a lot of uh, uncertainties, but you definitely want to see Carson Wentz play a little bit better. Um yeah win or lose if he's playing good and the team's losing that's one thing but if he's being the main reason why this team's struggling it's another and i think i think he's hurting his team a little bit agreed most interceptions in the league so far um and i had my i was actually watching this game with my girlfriend because she is an eagles fan and i asked her you know how long is the leash on carson Wentz? how long are they going to let him run this thing into the ground before they yank him and give her some time there's no telling at this point. I think that's up to Doug Peterson. You know, they they have a it, it's it's weird to say this, but they've got a real shot at winning their division. Uh, just oh, yeah. the way their division is, um, especially with Dak Prescott going down. Uh, prayers yep. for Dak. Big time, um, nasty, that's a nasty huge, huge loss for the Cowboys. Um, it's a wide open division though, and I think the Cowboys were the favorite. Now it's certainly wide open, especially with. The team like washington and the in new york Ugh. Um, god we'll talk about them in a minute we'll talk about them in a minute but yeah um next game let's dive into it dolphins over 49ers 43 17 wow uh garoppolo did play in this one but he did get benched because he was playing so poorly uh dolphins where are they coming from fitz magic is it rolling heavy in in miami is Tua going to get a shot at all this year I don't think Tua needs a shot the way Miami's playing. Obviously, if you're a head coach, general manager of a franchise, uh, you want to win games. And Fitzmagic's getting it done right now. Uh, no changes need to be made there. Uh, very impressive win against the 49ers. 49ers are banged up. But definitely, definitely high on Miami. The magic is there. Agreed. They do look good recently. And, of course, we got to talk about the Giants and the Cowboys. The Cowboys pulled that one out 37-34. Dak Prescott goes down with one of the grossest injuries I've ever seen. Um, we got to talk about his contract situation. That's a big talking point. I don't know some people are saying now even more that you have to pay him just because what happened on the field, you know, what he's given up. But I think that this is on Dak I mean, they offered him a $150 million contract before the season started, and he said, no, I'm going to show you. But you're never, I tweeted this out, too. You're never guaranteed to play tomorrow. I mean, I got hurt last year. It can happen anytime, at any point. So do you think Dak was wrong in his decision, decision to not take the money, or do you think he made the right decision? It, it's hard to call him wrong here in this situation. Obviously, he loves the game of football. I think he he's more passionate about the game. He's as passionate about the game as any player you'll see out there on a given uh, weekend, but uh, you know, unfortunately, I think he should have taken the money because uh, you know it's it's not the popular thing to talk about. What if he gets hurt? What if this happens? You know, it, it's it's sad to think that, and unfortunately, the unthinkable happened to him, and it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to bounce back from that injury. But it, I think he's still talented. I think he will get some. Uh, gratitude and that there will be a positive 
outcome to this. Yeah. Um, Andy Dalton, we, let's talk about Andy Dalton since he's going to be the uh, starter now. You know, he went through a rough patch with the Bengals, but I do like Andy Dalton. I think he is a talented quarterback. Is there any shot the Cowboys win this division with him at the quarterback position? I definitely think so. Uh, I think Ezekiel Elliott's ran the ball very well for them, and they may rely on that for the first few weeks where Andy Dalton's under center. But, um, you know, I think I have always believed this about Andy Dalton. He struggled with the Bengals because the Bengals don't have any good players to surround him. And yep. um, I think Joe Burrow's done a better job than Andy Dalton. Uh, Joe Burrow is obviously generational talent. I don't know how many people have bought in on him, but I'm definitely high on Joe. This is about Andy, though, and I think he's I think he's definitely going to prove a lot of people wrong when he gets a start this Sunday. I agree. Uh, let's talk about the uh, excuse me the Giants for a little bit. Daniel Jones, two touchdowns, two picks. Um, he's had a turnover in the last 17 of his 18 games. Uh, do you think he's just backs against the wall and he's trying to do all, his, all he can right now to salvage anything from this season? He's obviously playing hard. Um, maybe New York's not the right place for him. Maybe maybe he's not an NFL quarterback. Um, I think there's a lot of questions. Um, you know, if he keeps that streak going, you know, obviously you got to think about playing somebody else in New York. Um, I don't even know who their backup is. Do you know who their backup is? Um, no, I do not. <laughs> no clue. No clue. Yeah, but, uh, you know, that, that was a big question when uh, Daniel Jones was coming out of Duke. Uh, can he do this at the next level? He did look – a lot of people did compare him to Eli Manning and that, which, is, of course, is weird because he got drafted that team and then benched Eli Manning. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know if it's that he doesn't have any weapons, especially now that Saquon's gone, so all eyes are pretty much on him or what it is. But I think Daniel Jones, he's a good quarterback. He can throw it, but I think his decision-making – is a little, you know, iffy right now. And I, I hope he grows into, you know, decision-making in the league. But I would like to see him and maybe in a different offense, maybe a new offense coordinator. I don't know what the coaching situation is in the Giants. I don't keep up with the Giants, really. But, yeah, so that's that. And uh, we got uh, three more games to talk about. Next one I want to talk about is the Browns over the Colts, 32-23. Browns, best start they've had in a long, long, long time. You bought in on them? Um, I, I don't know yet. I, I I remember watching them early on this season. I believe I can't really remember who it was, but they were beaten. Um, it. I'm not too hot on them yet. I think they're playing really good, and I think their defense is going in the right direction, which is very important for them. Yeah. Um, still giving up a lot of points, but. I think I'm pretty high on them. They can do some damage this year. I believe they've got the Steelers this upcoming weekend, and that will be that will be a good one. Uh, two hot teams playing each other. I agree. Agreed. Uh, let's talk about Philip Rivers in Indianapolis. Uh, you think he's a good fit there? You think he's going to help them win a lot of games this year, or do you think it was kind of a panic? Oh crap! We can't play. We can't do another year with Jacoby Brissett. We got to get somebody in here. We might as well just sign Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers definitely a reliable quarterback option, and I think they needed somebody. Um, you know, whether whether or not they wanted to be successful with him, uh, whether or not they thought he was a better option than Jacoby Brissett, I don't know. Um, I think he's doing well in Indianapolis, better than what I've 
what what I thought they were going to do. But um, I don't know. I'll, still a lot of question marks around Philip Rivers for me. Agreed. Uh, now, Philip Rivers only signed a one-year contract, and I know they drafted uh, Jacob Eason out of college uh, out of Washington, former UGA quarterback. But do you think Eason takes a starting job next year, or do you think Brissett takes it back? I think you want to see Eason under center. Uh, I'd like to see him play under uh, for the Colts, but uh, he's a good-looking pro-style quarterback. I've always thought that um, as early on as his uh, true freshman year at Georgia. Um, so hopefully he does get a shot. I think he definitely deserves one. I think he can learn a lot from a guy like Philip Rivers, a veteran. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I'm kind of eating my words with Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I said he wouldn't be a quarterback in five years. He's playing pretty good, man. They are playing pretty good on offense. Baker's having a way better season than he did last year, kind of shutting the haters up like me. Uh, I think he'll continue to grow and develop, and I'll give him – I'll up it a little bit. I'll say seven years now, okay? I'll give him seven years in the league, okay? <laughs> All right, next game we're going to talk about is the Seahawks and the Vikings. Seahawks win this one by one point. Good good game-winning drive there by uh, Russ uh, over the Vikings. Is Russell Wilson the leading MVP right now? I definitely think so. Um, whether or not the Seahawks are the best team in the league right now, I don't know. Uh, definitely high on Russell Wilson. He's getting it done. He's the league MVP after uh, five weeks. I agree. I think he is as well. He's playing uh, phenomenally. Uh, so a close game, the Vikings, they've had a lot of close games. Like I said, they had the last game, actually, let me look at the record. I know they had a close game with Tennessee. They're one in four. Let's look at their losses here. So they lost the Packers week one, 43 to 34, lost to the Colts week two, 28 to 11, lost the Vikings, or excuse me, Titans 31 to 30, beat the Texans last week. And of course lost this one by one point as well. What do they got to do to change, you know, those close games and, and finish them out and win them? I think Kirk Cousins has played well. Um, you know, uh, they played the Bills, and the Bills lit them up, and they they made a great comeback. You know, I think Dalvin Cook is playing very well. I don't think he's 100%, though. Um, he's been battling something. Something's been going on with him. Uh it's just little little things here and there that are keeping them from being an elite team. I'm I do believe the Vikings are capable of beating a lot of teams in the NFL. I agree with that. I think Dalvin Cook's having a phenomenal year. Uh, the best, definitely so far, the best out of his career. If we look at comparing the stats of where he was last year and the year before that. Uh, next game I want to talk about is the our last game of the week. Sorry, uh, is the Saints over the Chargers. Saints won that one thirty to twenty seven overtime. Herbert. The kid's a stud, man. The kid is a stud. Sad, unfortunate way to, you know, get benched for Tyrod Taylor with a punctured lung from the team doctor. But uh, I'm bought in on Herbert. I think this kid can sling it. He's got poise. He's calm back there. Decision-making could be a little better. There was one place uh, specifically from last night where he rolled out, and he could have easily just ran out of bounds instead of taking the sack, but he decided to look back into the middle of the field and try to make a throw. Almost got picked, but I like this kid. What do you think about him? You know, uh, you never know when you're going to get your chance to play in the NFL, and uh, you you got to take any chance you can get. It's it's sad to see Tyrod be injured in such a way in a fashion like that. Um, but you know, Justin Herbert has made the most of his opportunity. Absolutely, I don't. I- 
I don't think they turn back from here. I think they keep playing them. And another thing I want to talk about, uh, Drew Brees. Is he getting too old? I don't I don't think so. I think he's still got some juice left, not much. I think I think he may call it this season or next. Uh he's he's definitely a key he's the cornerstone player for the Saints. He's gotta be playing good for them to be winning games and I think he 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 got the win last night. Um maybe maybe not his best game he's played, but you know, can't complain with the win if you're the Saints. Agreed with that. No Michael Thomas in that one. He punched a teammate in the face. They sat him for the game. Uh, so, yeah, let's go ahead and get – yeah, I mean, come on, man. You're supposed to be getting back from injury. You're supposed to be a team leader, and he punches a teammate in the face. Uh, I'm not a big Michael Thomas fan. I don't I don't think his attitude's a little bit too much. Uh, you know, and besides slants, I think he's a mediocre receiver at best, but I think he's the best – definitely the best, you know, short route runner in the league. Uh, but once when you get past the, uh, I think, 15-yard mark, he gets kind of mediocre. I think he's a little bit overrated, but uh, he will be back next week if he doesn't punch another teammate in the face. And let's go, <laughs> let's get into our dogs of the week. Let's start with college. Uh, we'll just go back and forth here. Elkins, what is your first college football dog of the week? You know, I, I hate to do it on your show here, but uh, – Go ahead. I know what you're going to do. really like how Kentucky's been playing. They played a fantastic game versus Mississippi State. It looked like the first 10 minutes of a basketball game, 24-2, to two, Kentucky leading. Uh, but that, that was the final of that game. Kentucky's played incredible on defense. Um, I think they get the job done in Tennessee. They are a six-point underdog. Um, I think they get the job done in Knoxville. Um, that's my first underdog. All right. I, I think that's a good pick as a Tennessee fan. I'm not – sold on us yet we haven't had too many good quality wins but uh my first dog of the week for college football is i'm taking boston college over virginia tech and i think it's at virginia tech as well let me make sure of that yes it is at virginia tech i'm not sold on virginia tech i know they've had a lot of virus issues and i think that's kind of set them back in how they're playing Boston College has been a lot of close games this year, and I think they will finally get a big win over ranked Virginia Tech. So that is my first underdog of the week. I like that pick. Uh, Boston College has looked good against everyone they've played. Um, had a good chance of beating North Carolina. Uh, yep. I think they get it done also. Uh, I, didn't, I did not make that pick. Definitely like them, though. Agreed. All right. And uh, what's your second dog of the week? I really, really like how Florida State played against Notre Dame. Is Notre Dame overrated? Probably. Is Florida State playing a little bit better than how they started the season? I think so. I think they're playing to the level where they can keep it within 13.5 points against North Carolina. Uh, We discussed North Carolina being a little bit overrated. Um, Sam Howell is a good quarterback. I don't, I don't know about Florida State winning this game outright, but I think they're in a position where they can keep this competitive, and you never know. They could walk away with it. I like them 13.5, though, at home in Tallahassee. I agree. they got to get it going at some point, so we'll, we'll see if they can get it going this weekend. And uh, my second underdog of the week is going to be Coastal Carolina at Louisiana, and that actually is taking place tomorrow, Wednesday, at 730 
p.m. and this is in Louisiana, but you know Louisiana is ranked 21, hanging on by a thread. I don't think they're that good of uh, of a team. They had that big win against Iowa State week one, but I'm not sold on them. I think the uh, Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, I think that's how you say their name, will come in and they'll get the win in Louisiana and leave them upset there. What do you think? That'll be a good game to watch. Um, those are probably the two best teams in the. Uh, shoot, Sunbelt, I, I hope I got that right. Uh, that'll be embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there's Sunbelt. Yeah, there's Sunbelt. Yeah, uh, I think those are the two best teams. Uh, should be a fun one to watch. I'm high on Coastal Carolina. They are scoring points at will, it seems like. Uh, Billy Napier, though, in Louisiana, I think. Shout out Billy Napier. I will have, I, th- I think he'll have his players playing at a good level also. I think it'll be a good one. I think seven points for uh, Coastal Carolina is a bit much. Right. I think that's more of an even line to me, but uh, good pick there. I like that one. All right, and let's go ahead and hop into NFL. I'll start this category off. Um, my first dog of the week is going to be Browns over Steelers, and the Steelers are um, favored by three and a half points. I think this is the first big challenge the Steelers will face or have faced this year. <clears throat> And I think uh, Baker comes out and OBJ, and they, they get it done. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, last time these two met, uh, I believe there was a helmet used as a weapon. Um, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think Big Ben will be taking that. Uh, I think that'll be a good one, though. You know, yeah. I think the Browns are playing at a good level. Steelers are playing to their potential. Uh, that'll be a good one and a key one for that division. I agree. I completely forgot the whole helmet thing happened. That was such a ridiculous situation on both sides of it, no matter if you're, you know, on the Brown side or the Steelers side. That was definitely wild. (laughs) It was one of those things you're just sitting there watching it and you're like, did that happen? happen. Yeah. Um, (laughs) All right. What's your first underdog pick of the week for NFL? First underdog pick for me will be the Bengals, uh, seven and a half. You know, they haven't done to anything special to make the given football fan think otherwise, but I, I feel like something surprising is going to happen here. I think the Bengals, if they don't keep it within seven and a half, uh, I won't be too surprised, but I do think they're capable of beating the Colts. I agree. Uh, I agree. I mean, we saw with uh, Arizona, they just surprisingly lost by a, uh, a couple touchdowns this past weekend and that was that came as a surprise they're playing carolina um but i think the Bengals have a good shot at beating the Colts. absolutely absolutely um my second dog of the week for nfl is the bears over the panthers and that is the panthers are favored by two and a half points uh bears look good last thursday against the winning over the buccaneers panthers i'm not sold on the panthers uh, i think mike davis is a really good running back but besides that i don't know what else they can do uh, so, yeah, I like the Bears. Not even two and a half. I like the Bears outright, you know, if, so if you want to take the money line there. But two and a half is definitely not going to hurt them anyways. Uh, Nick Foles, uh, is he is he as good as, you know, what he was paid for, you would say, in Jacksonville, even though he didn't produce? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not too sure about Nick Foles. I think, I think he's a winning quarterback. And if you're a winning quarterback, you deserve to get paid. Um, 
it's it's the fact about Mitch Trubisky that it's going to be hard to admit for Bears fans, but he's he's not he's not their he's guy. Not a he's guy. a bust. Yeah, he's not yeah. a guy. Nick Foles is playing at a good level, and the Bears defense. I, I actually do have the same pick here with Chicago plus seven, two and a half. I like them outright. Also, um, Carolina's just missing some key pieces. You know, I think Teddy Bridgewater, good level quarterback in the NFL, but missing Christian McCaffrey, you know, yep. huge, huge loss. I think he will be back, though, pretty soon. Uh, Carolina does have a shot to win that division. It's, I think it's wide open. Uh, I agree with you on that dark one. Horse. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll give him the Dark Horse title. And now, next segment, segment we're going to hop into is for better or for worse. So what we're going to do here is one college football team for better and then one college football team for worse and then same with the NFL. Uh, I'll start. You're going to like this pick. My for better this week is Alabama. And, yes, I know they're playing Georgia, but I think Saban really gets on their ass after this this past week, and I think they turn on the Jets. I'm not, like I said earlier, I'm not sold on Georgia yet, so I think Alabama wins this. I'll, I'll give them 10, 10 points on it. Um, I'm, I actually have the same for better team uh, in Alabama. I, I actually only did pick one college team for worse. Um, we'll get to them in a second. But I do like Alabama. I think the defense will be much improved when they need to be at home. I think they're going to be playing motivated on defense. They're going to be getting to the ball better. seems like they're just making poor reads in the linebacker spot, uh, poor open field tackling from the safeties. But uh, they're missing Jordan Battle for the first half and uh, young safety. I think they will be... Much improved, though, and I'm, I'm actually giving Alabama nine. My score prediction on that game um, is 30. I get the cover. And say that again. We lost you there. Sorry about that. Say, say your score one more time. Score prediction for uh, Alabama, Georgia, I've got 37 to 28. That's a good score. I think it might be a little bit high scoring. Uh, that's what I think. I don't know. We'll see. Um, my four worst team this week is Miami. I think Miami. I think Miami might lose to Pittsburgh this week. You know, they thought they were doing really well, and I think that that game last week was kind of punch in the face. We'll see if they get back up, but I, I don't. I don't see it happening this week. I think they drop another game uh, versus Pittsburgh. Yeah, I definitely think they are not going to be playing for the same purpose anymore. Obviously, if you start a season winning games and then you get throttled, you get waking up, you know, they're going to have to keep playing good because Pittsburgh can play with a lot of teams. Uh, that'll be a good one. Uh, definitely need to look out for. I agree. And, oh, go ahead. My for worse uh, pick. Let's see. We got a hot take coming up here. Here we go. Hot take. They are for worse. I, I predicted at the start of the season that they would – only win six games. I think they're actually going to do worse than that now. Uh, they just lost to a Missouri team that they really should be beating. Um, you know, they they lost a lot of talent, a lot of good players. But at the same time, Missouri, really? Really, Coach O? Yeah. This is the hot take, though. This LSU team's not going to stop losing. They're going to, in fact, lose five of their next six games. If they're lucky four of their next six and that's at best 
They Agreed. could lose six out of the next six, and they might not win a game this season other than beating Vanderbilt. <laughs> wow, that is a hot take. Let's go ahead and look. Let's go ahead and – oh, I got some ad playing here. I've got, oh, well. I've got their schedule here. They've got LSU – or sorry, excuse me. They're playing at Florida here, uh, and they're not an underdog. That's going to be a loss. Yep. South Carolina's playing at a good level. But South Carolina is a better team than Missouri, I believe. I think so too. I think I think South Carolina. Mm, I think they lose that one on a close one, a close one. So I think that'll be their second win. That's one of the games where I'm saying that's five of the next six. That it would be five in a row, but that's one of the next six games. I think LSU can get the job done at home there. That's a that's going to be a tough game though. That's going to be a competitive game. Yeah, I do agree with you. Then I'm looking at their schedule. Then the next week they got 15th ranked Auburn. Uh, at Auburn, I think there's no shot they win that one. And then the next week they got two Alabama. Uh, no shot they win that game. That score up in Baton Rouge. That one's going to be nasty. Uh, Arkansas playing at a now. great. Arkansas playing at a really good level. Um, you know that one's wide open too. Uh, I think mm-hmm. LSU can definitely beat Arkansas, but Arkansas is competing with the best teams in the SEC. Uh, they are on the up. They're on the up. And then I think Texas A&M beats them, and I think Ole Miss beats them. So, yeah, we're looking at maybe two or three wins this year, uh, <laughs> which is crazy. I didn't think I'd be saying that. But now that you say that, yes, I do agree with you on that one. And, uh, all right, let's go to our for better or for worse for the NFL. I'll start this one. Uh, my for better team next week is going to be the Giants. They play Washington football team, <coughs> Redskins. Um and I think they that Denny Dimes gets the job done. Uh, you know, Haskins has been benched. And Kyle, what's his Kyle Allen got hurt last week. Alex Smith plays. I think he's still got some rust to knock off. So I, I like the Giants in this one, but by a, the hair on their chin, I'll say one and a half to two points. Yeah, I I, I like the story in Washington right now with a uh, oh shoot, uh, Alex Smith. Alex Smith, yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, with that injury coming back, it it's just hard to watch. I actually have Washington as my four worst team. I I just don't want to see him being quarterback. I think he's still got it, and it's cool to see him come back and play. But he was sacked six times. Uh, Giants missing some key pieces on defense. I think I saw Lorenzo Carter towards Achilles. Yeah. Um, that's going to be a good game uh, between those two teams, and it's a must win for both of them. Uh, I like the Giants to get the job done, though, next week. Agreed. Um, and, yeah, my, that was my four worst team, Washington. I don't I don't think you want Alex Smith in there long term. Definitely don't want to see him get hurt. Um, they, I think they'll finish last in the division. Giants get the job done. Yep. Who is your uh, four better this week? Four better. I've got uh, two – we already covered one of them in the Falcons getting rid of their head coach. I think there's only up from here uh, for them. We don't really need to discuss them too much. But my real four better team this week is going to be the Chargers. I think they found their guy, Justin Herbert. He's the real deal. Agreed. And the Chargers, uh, are they on a bye next week? I'm not seeing them. Look. Oh, we're stupid. They played last night. <laughs> yeah, right, right. They played the Saints last night. So, so I think, and, and that there are they are on a bye 
the 18th. So their next game looks like it will be against the Jaguars uh, the 25th of October at 425. Yeah, they're, they're a one in four team right now, and I don't I don't think they're like most one in four teams. They've played really competitive football, only losing by one possession or less in all of their games. They beat the Bengals uh, early on, and that was when Tyrod Taylor was the quarterback. Justin Herbert's the quarterback now. I think they can handle the Jaguars easy. Broncos fan here. They got the Broncos the week after. I think Chargers will beat them handedly, unfortunately, if uh, Drew Locke isn't 100%. I agree with that as well. Uh, we're going to bring back <laughs> – we're going to start talking about the Falcons again because they are my four worst team this week. I, I, I don't see them beating the Vikings. I think Kirk Cousins has a good game. I think Dalvin Cook runs the ball absolutely all over them. I'll say he has two touchdowns in that game. I think the uh, Falcons fall to 0-6 with no head coach and no general manager. Yeah, I was thinking more of a four better for the Falcons, as in they're going to get a moral victory this weekend. I don't know if they win the game at all. Uh, they are at rock bottom, though. And if they if, if it gets worse than rock bottom, I don't uh, – maybe, maybe it is the Falcons. The Falcons are the new rock bottom standard. <laughs> yep, they're, they're the worst of the worst right now. I definitely think so. Uh, I'm actually going to throw in another four worst team. Uh, I think the Cowboys are going to be four worst this next week. They play Monday night against the Cardinals on the 19th. Uh, I like Kyler Murray. Ky- excuse me, Kyler Murray. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins looks amazing too. I think the uh, Cardinals win that one in uh, good fashion. I think so too. Cardinals will get the job done versus the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys are going to be looking to find an identity with Andy Dalton, the quarterback, I feel like. And you don't really want to be finding an identity at this point in the season. But unfortunately, uh, that's what they're going to have to do with Dak Prescott going down. I agree. I think I think their offense does change, too, because uh, Dak has the legs and, well, excuse me, used to have the legs. <laughs> and Andy Dalton, he's not as mobile. So I think they're going to go through a little bit of a rough patch before they get things figured out down in Dallas. Yep. Well, Elkins, it's been awesome having you on, brother. You did great. Uh, we're definitely going to have you back on the show. Any last remarks before you head out? Uh, definitely uh, glad to be on the show. Uh, looking forward to be on it again in the future. And uh, roll tide. Alabama gets a big win this Saturday an exciting weekend of football only because of the tide I feel like not too many great games good NFL games this weekend but college it's gonna be an exciting one game day coming to Tuscaloosa roll tide all right and that is today's show thank you for tuning in if you stayed this long we appreciate it uh have a good weekend we got a lot of football Tuesday night game tonight uh, eyes on that and we'll see you later Mm -hmm.